Yes, there so, you go. There you go. That's a pretty uh, high accomplishment. My dad's an ag teacher, and he doesn't even have a state degree. Really? <laughs> no. Wow. Um, he was in FFA for a couple of years, but he doesn't even have a state degree. That's crazy. And he worked on a ranch in high school and did <laughs> and did pack horses. So he had the... Yeah, he had the experience, and he had he, he could have gotten a state degree. He could have gotten an American degree, but he never really thought of it as <laughs> important. But my mom has a state degree. My sister has a state degree, but I have an American and a state degree. There you go. You're so, the, uh, the yeah. first. I'm the first and the only. Yeah, no, I'll be the first in my family to get my American, yeah. too. My dad actually technically has his, but he didn't get to go to Nationals to get it because he had to work because yeah. he was providing for his family. So, um, yeah, no, he... He officially he officially earned his American degree, but he never actually received the degree because he didn't get to go. So I'll be the first one to actually receive my yeah my American degree. Yeah, it's like my dad with with college. He feels like degrees that, that a college degree is super important, and so he's like, I'm going back to school. I'm gonna get my doctorate. Go, so we're gonna have to call you Doctor Patrick now. <laughs> Does that mean I don't have to go to my regular doctor anymore? Are you just gonna, <laughs> you just gonna be able to sign off my my checkups yeah, and all that? And he goes, no, it's a different kind of doctor. I go, well, I'm not gonna call you Doctor Dad. So, right. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to get your doctor, cool. But I mean, to me, it's I, I, I mean, if I get my bachelor's degree, it's like okay, that's about as high as it's gonna go. I don't I don't think I'd want to go any further than a bachelor's degree. Right. As of right now, it's kind of like. What am I going to do? Am I going to, yeah. I'm going to do after get my associates? Am I just going to get my associates and that's it? Because honestly, college is pretty boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just no. my own opinion, especially a lot of the, the classes. Now the welding classes, it's fun, but it's a lot of stuff I already kind of knew. Mm. Um, but it's better than that. Like the sitting in lectures, it's just kind of like you're just sitting there. It's like I just want to go outside. <laughs> right. No, exactly. It's it's it is a little bit boring, and I guess the reward is probably greater than the the you know than what you're than what you're putting into yeah. it yeah so, no, exactly i mean there are people that get bachelor's degrees and they put all this money into their debt and then they never actually get that perfect job that they're looking for yeah well that's, that's so, the whole thing with a degree is all it does is get you an interview pretty much it doesn't doesn't it doesn't guarantee a job it doesn't guarantee a yeah, career it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't degree that you are going to be employed afterwards it does not uh you know, it does not guarantee that you're going to be paid a certain amount of money. Mm-mm. You could have a degree. There's people at McDonald's. They have degrees and stuff. And yeah, there's there there are a lot of people at like Taco. There's a there's a lady at Taco Bell that took my order once, and she goes, "Oh, you going to college?" You go, "Yeah." She goes, "Oh, yeah, I went to college too." She goes, "I have a master's." And I go, she you have your master's? You have a master's?" And she goes, "Yeah," and she's working at Taco Bell <laughs> taking orders. Yeah. She's she's like she's she's in her like in her twenties, like wow. early twenties. And she was just out of college and has a master's, and does, she's working at Taco Bell. I'm that's like, crazy. I'm like, wow, that's 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 insane. Yeah, well, it just goes to show that she, I mean, she's like somebody somebody else like from behind is like, oh yeah, since you got a master's, you could become high management here at Taco Bell. <laughs> it's like, oh man, oh boy. Uh, well, I, was, I mean, but you know, that's it's the same thing. It's like you're not guaranteed a job, right? No, exactly. I mean, that's how I see it. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather have like the, especially now. A lot of jobs in ag are not really basing off of degrees. It's no, off of experience. It's off of experience and, and skill set. It's like, okay, yeah, you have a degree in like mechanized agriculture and all that, but this guy I know can pull off an injection pump and rebuild right. it and put it back together. How do I know you can do that? Right. You just have a piece of paper that says you can. Yeah. I can actually see this guy doing the work, and he's got a whole resume of working in these other places beforehand. Right. Well, there's so. an old uh, there's an old example. I don't know if you're familiar with Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
The what? Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's an astrophysicist. So he's a he's an African American scientist that's oh. pretty popular in the uh, science community. Um, he was talking about sometime. I don't remember what the interview was. Now he's talking about um, during an interview how if he were to hire somebody, um, like like let's say he had two candidates come in uh, for an interview, and yeah. he asked both of them, okay, how tall is this building? What's the what's the tallest uh, spire on this building? One of them would say, "Well, I I had um, I memorized the height of the building um, back when I back back when I uh, first came to this college, so I know that it's you know two hundred fifteen feet yeah. feet high." And then the second person says, "You know what? I I don't know what it is. Real quick, let me run outside and I'll check for you." And he runs outside. He sees the shadow of the building, measures the shadow in relativity to the, to the shadow of a tree, and measures it to the relative to the tree, and he does the proportion. Uh, analysis and he does like the whole calculation he yeah. comes back and gives him the right answer and he says i want that guy because he knows how to do it the other guy says he knows how to do it but that doesn't prove that he does it's just he's he's got it memorized right it's the same so, thing with the degree the degree shows that you can you're mem- probably qualified but the experience shows that you've done it before that you know how to do it that's like uh, a really good movie that's a very good example of this is goodwill hunting oh yeah the guy's a janitor and he's solving the problems that the students are supposed to be solving. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. students can't even solve them and the professor wants to know who it is mm-hmm. and catches him one day. Yeah. Um, and the guy's a janitor basically is smarter than anybody in that whole college. Right. And it's it, it's a uh, MIT. Is, wow. I think is where, where he worked is at MIT. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like, wow. I, it's and I supposedly, supposedly it was based off of some kind of fact. Some, some kind of some truth some kind of true story yeah yeah um and i've heard things like that before um and a matter a matter of fact i think when i was in boston quite a few years ago i think went on a tour and somebody said something about that mm. like yeah one of the smartest people came out of mit and he wasn't ever a student he was <laughs> never a professor he just kind of hinted at it and i'm sitting there and go talking about gig will hunting he goes no that's what the movie was based off of i'm like huh. oh so it's Based on he goes, yeah, except the storyline is a little tweaked for right. a movie. You kind of have to. And it, what really happened was completely different, so you can't really consider that as a comparison. So it's like, oh, okay. But people at MIT, the students are crazy. They they all dismantle like professors' cars and then reassemble them in their classroom <laughs> just to mess with them. Uh, they, they disassembled the, the the campus security cop car <laughs> and reassembled on top of a building. Oh my god. Yeah, they had to use a crane to get it down because they refused to take it apart. And they were like, oh, I don't know how it got up there. <laughs> you know, they, they basically were like, uh, I don't, oh, I don't know how it got up there. We don't know how to take it apart. I'd be scared to work at a college where the students are smarter than, <laughs> than those people because then they could outsmart yeah. me in ways I couldn't undo. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's, th- those are the people that, that's the kind of degree that will get you a job guaranteed right. because those are the smartest of the smartest people. Right. And, they they know that they can do it as well as have a degree that says mm-hmm. they can, so it's it's a little different, right? And but you know here at the, well I'm gonna call it the bottom. Right. <laughs> it's like there's a pool of us. There's thousands of us. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a pyramid. We're down here at the bottom. The kids at MIT are at the very top. Mm. We're down here at community college. There's thousands upon millions of us, and there's just a handful of them. Yep, they're guaranteed a job we're technically not we get yeah. told we are yeah but well, that's that's the uh, that's the misconception about college is is college you know every, every time you go to college they tell you they're gonna walk out of there yeah. with a job that pays six figures and that's very rarely the no, case the, the people i work for the welding shop 
none of his sons went to college. He never went to college. Right. They all have high school degrees, or high school have diplomas. high school diplomas. Right. They, they, they have high school education. That's it. Mm-hmm. And these people are super smart. And yeah. I mean, they're. It's like, wow. Why don't you have a degree? It's like, never need one. Yeah. We make enough money to the, get by. No, yeah. It doesn't matter. They have a job to work on. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like if you say that somebody is uh, more qualified or smarter or more, um, you know, they're better for a position because they have a PhD in in that thing. Yeah. Well, that's that's more of like an argument from authority. A PhD doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're talking about. It just means that you did the no. homework. Or no, that you had somebody else do the homework for you, which is what happens sometimes too. Who knows? And so it's yeah. The person who can actually prove it, who can actually show you what you know, what their qualities are, then those are the ones you're gonna want to, to take from. Yeah. I know I I I do everything on my own. So if I fail a class, it's on it's on me. Right. I don't exactly. I don't let anybody cheat off me. I don't no. cheat off anybody else. But I do witness people cheating. Yeah. Half I don't say anything about it because it's like, well, that's, ratting that's somebody out is kind of bad karma, and it's not right. really any of my business. If they if they get caught, that's their business. I right. don't want I don't want to be the person that rats them out. Right. It's not really like they're doing something horrible. It's not like they just murdered somebody and burying them in a the backyard. Right. No, exactly. You know, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Campbell's back there. I don't want to. I don't rat him out. He'll come after me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to deal with that. But it's it's cheating. It's like it's pretty much harmless. It's not hurting anybody. Right. It's it's like if they get caught, that's on them. I mean, I don't cheat, so I don't have to worry about getting caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Um, I I basically I, I have a very good memorization. So basically, I go through notes and I can recall things. My, my architecture history class, we would have quizzes. I never studied for one of them. Yeah, and I got—I always got B's on them, every single one. If I studied for them, I probably could have got 100. percent Yeah, or over 90, but I didn't. So I yeah, but yeah. I was able to recall everything that he said in class and everything that was on there. I could just right. kind of look at the page, glance, glance, and then there's other people that have to like read word for word. Right. And then me, it's kind of like I can just glance at it. Okay, yeah, all right. And same thing with measurements. I can measure something. All right, that's seven feet. Walk like a mile. Oh, it's the same. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can even eyeball things. Yeah. So I mean, I can use my hand as a piece of measurement. Right. And your fingers one inch. That's three inches. Right up the knuckles, another four, and then there's seven, there's eight, there's nine, and there's ten. Right. I can just kind of clock my hand and change the measurement. So, um, I mean, I can just eyeball stuff. I can basically somebody goes, man, I wonder how long that is. It's three inches. <laughs> how do you know? Or like, how, how wide is that piece of wood? Oh, that, it's a, it's a. Oh, it looks like it's a two by four. You know, are you sure about that? Yeah, go measure it. Well, that's not a two by four. It's like inch and inch and a half by three and a half. Yeah. I go, yeah, I know they're undersized. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you just kind of stick my finger up next to it, or like steel. Steel gets like really small increments, and they're mm. very precise. So you go like inch, inch and a quarter. Right. You can even get stuff an inch and an eighth. Wow. Um, it's kind of like you kind of look at it. Let's eh, say inch and a quarter, inch and eighth. Are you sure about that? Yeah, go ahead and get tape measure. <laughs> I do that all the time at the welding shop that I worked for, uh, McGregor Welding and Fabrication. John John would ask me. That was that was the owner, John McGregor, and he was a, uh, and he's like in his sixties. Um, and he is goes, his son Mark. Yeah, okay, Mark Ma- Mark McGregor is uh, the youngest one. Okay, so Mark's uh, Mark's wife is my brother-in-law's sister. Okay. So, Mark's like kind of family, married married yeah. family. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mark's the youngest, and then uh, Mike McGregor, he's the oldest. Okay. Um, Mike's the one that worked in the shop with us. And, gotcha. Oh my god, those all all three of them are like, they're like 
phenomenal welders and machinists. I mean, you watch them do anything mm -hmm. with milling or, or labor oh, yeah. work. It's like they kind of eyeball it. That's pretty close. And you get to it, it's like, man, it's that's like, like within a quarter. That's like within like an eighth or a quarter of an inch. You're like, yeah. okay, now we can start using the calipers and get it right. But they yeah. just kind of like they just eyeball it. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I mean, I, I couldn't even do that. I've tried eyeballing stuff, and I get pretty yeah. close, but then most of the time I over over machine it. Right. So it's it's a little. It takes a lot of practice. They yeah. Have, they have a lot of practice in that. But yeah. um, but John's like, oh. Is that two inch or what is that? And I go, oh, I stick my finger up. Yeah, that's about two inch. And he goes, oh, are you sure about that? I go, yeah, I got a heat measure. There it is. He goes, how do you do that with your finger? I go, I can just eyeball it. Yeah. I just know that, you know, two knuckles off the end of my finger is two inches. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, oh, wish I would have known that. <laughs> so it's got like a bouncing ideas off each other type of thing. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a very good learning experience. I loved working there. Yeah, no, I bet. So, um, but yeah, that was that was probably one of my favorite places to work. Um, I worked for COS over the summer, and that was that was pretty fun. But it was almost horrible because of humidity and the heat. Because we're working outside. Yeah, my bad. Oh man, eighty percent humidity. It's one hundred to one out. Not fun. I mean, you're not even hardly moving, and you're drenched. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was it was pretty horrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, me me and the farm manager Matt were out there <laughs> building uh, horse shades over the summer. <laughs> Just me and him. So. Yeah. Um, of course, none of that money went towards my American degree, but right, right. I had already, I already submitted it at that point. Right. Um, but, uh, but man, the flight over there, that was some flight. I mean, I couldn't just go straight to Indianapolis out of LAX. I had to go basically to Sacramento. No, we oh. went, we bypassed Sacramento. We went all the way up to uh, Seattle. Really? We, it was a five-hour flight Jeez. from LAX up to Seattle. And then from there over to Indianapolis. Oh, see, and, and if then, you go to you go to Sacramento and then you fly over straight. Yeah, to they they make you go out of Sacramento. My my mom went to um um uh she went to national conference when she was in high school mm -hmm. and she met uh oh darn I feel bad about this uh, <laughs> the 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 ag teacher he passed away over there in Indianapolis. Oh, Mr. Cohen. Yeah, he. Mm. My mom actually met him at the time because my mom was uh she was an ffa um she was uh she was an officer and so uh -oh. was he and they got basically got to pick only one person from each chapter at the time oh yeah and so basically california filled up a whole plane <laughs> and headed over to illinois that's cool to, over to indianapolis um or uh, illinois but Indi uh, indiana um but they but uh but yeah they, they, they go out of sacramento mm. uh but yeah i the flight over there was five hours just straight north yep. up to up to um going straight up to uh to seattle and then straight over to indianapolis that's crazy coming back though we just had to get to detroit oh, and i tell you what if you ever go to detroit airport make sure you have you take the tram because we started off at terminal 20 and had to go all the way to terminal 62 or 64, I can't remember, but it's all the way at the end. And it's, and it's not like a terminal that has branches, like LAX. Right. It's just one long terminal. <laughs> it's like miles long. Jeez. I mean, luckily they had those 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 moving stair uh, walkways. Right. And so we will just move all the way down there. It That's took us, I, 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 I kid you not, this took about well over 30 minutes, probably about 45 minutes Ugh. just to get from one end to the other because there were so many people there and trying to move yeah. across. We we got we got to our flight right as they were boarding. Jeez, that's and crazy. We got on there, so we had a little puddle hopper from from Indianapolis up to Detroit, and then got on a bigger plane hmm. back to LAX, and then got home some some point in the morning and just 
you know, like we're not staying here. We're just going home. Right. <laughs> drove home. And man, I was just kind of that was pretty rough, especially having to drive all the way, all the way back right after getting off the plane. Yeah. It was it was nicer with driving and then getting on a plane and being able to sleep. Right. But having to drive back is not as fun. No. I mean, it was it was not as fun. I mean, the flight was a lot shorter coming back. That that's nice. It was a lot shorter. Um, but there was there was a guy I met in Indianapolis. We're on our way. He was on his way to Detroit, and he was he worked for a big cattle company. And I, I was wearing my I was wearing my, my black cowboy hat, and he, mm. had, he had a black cowboy hat on too. And he was, and he's, I think that was part of the start conversation. He goes, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And he's a guy who's from Texas, and he's. Oh. And he's telling me, and he's like, like, oh, I'm like, oh, so where are you heading to? And he goes, oh, I'm just heading back home. I got to go up to Detroit, catch a flight, go back down into, into, I think he said Oklahoma. Oh. I think he's from Oklahoma. And so you go back to Oklahoma. Um, and he, uh, he said, well, where, are you, where are you coming from? And my mom's like, oh, we're coming back from Indianapolis. I go, oh, from what? The FFA National Conference. And he goes, oh, what are you doing there? I go, I got my American degree. He goes, wow, that's <laughs> great. And he's like. He's like all like excited. He goes, man, that's an honor. I go, yeah, yeah. I know it is. And then and start talking. Like, and he goes, yeah, I, I got this friend in uh, in San Luis Obispo, mm. or, or lives near San Luis. And my mom goes, oh yeah, we got some friends. And come to find out, both of them knew each other. Really? Yeah, that's we, funny. Bo- both both of them knew him. So so my parents knew the guy. <laughs> this guy we meet at a small of, world. Oh, I mean, there's people in Pennsylvania that knew her, that that uh, that knew her. Uh, Springville was really yeah. Huh. We were in Boston. Um, there was a guy that had family living in Porterville. <laughs> we were in Boston and we went to the gift shop next to Old Ironsides, the oldest naval ship. Right. Um, and we got to sign a, one of the plates that goes on the side of it. Um, and he's sitting. Where are you guys from? Oh, you won't know where it's at. Oh, well, we're from California, from the Central Valley. Oh, I got some family there. You go. Oh, really? Okay. He goes. I was from the Central Valley originally. I go. Okay. Well. We're from Springville. I don't think you've ever heard of it. He goes, oh, I know where Springville's at. <laughs> you do? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got family from Porterville. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, we met people in the UK that were, um, they were Cal Poly graduates. Really? <laughs> yeah. We, that's crazy. We were right there on Abbey, Abbey Road, or on, uh, on, on the, right there on a, where the, the famous thing of the Beatles crossing the street, oh. Abbey, Abbey Road. Uh, we were there on the corner. We we're just checking it out. There was all sorts of people trying to mimic the, the walking across the street, just like the Beatles. And that's funny. These people walk up to my mom's sweater, and it said Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Are you gra- are you are you alumni from Cal Poly? Yeah. So are we. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. And they're just out of nowhere. I mean, we were we were near Buckingham Palace too, and they there was somebody that recognized Cal Poly, and they're like, yeah, I live in San Luis. <laughs> it's like, wow. That's crazy. That's just insane. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, no matter where you go, there's going to be somebody, somebody you know. Somebody knows there. Mm-hmm. We were in Ireland at, at, a, at a pub, and I guess some, there was an Irish, little Irish lady was talking to us, and she, like, she cursed like a sailor. <laughs> and she was talking how she did not, she, like, she, she voiced her opinion, and I can tell you right now, she did not like Donald Trump. She, really? She did not. She told us, if Donald Trump gets elected... You're allowed to come here and be refugees, <laughs> and we're like, well, okay. I mean, I wasn't too bothered by him getting elected, right. but apparently they just nobody in Ireland Ireland likes him. Right. And it's like, wow. They're like, well, we'd rather have Hillary. She's not much better, but it's like, <laughs> it's like this lady just like voiced her opinion. She was cursing like a sailor. That's funny. And t- so we told her, yeah, we're from this little town called Springville. Oh, where's that at? Oh, do you know where Fresno is? 
no. <laughs> she goes, although she, we told her it was in the Central Valley. She goes, oh, there were some people here not too long ago that came to the Central Valley. They said they were from Visalia. <laughs> and it's like, That's Whoa. crazy. Okay, so like some people from Visalia that were happened to be just outside of Dublin at the time. <laughs> That's funny. We're... Uh, we're apparently there about a week before we were oh. <laughs> and this little and talk this little lady <laughs> probably she probably voiced her opinion about trump to them oh, as well I'm sure she did um but it was uh but that was a fun experience but um i probably would have earned a lot more money if i didn't go on that those trips over the summers yeah <laughs> but that happens it's it was more it was a good, very very good experience right but, but it's a yeah, that flight to get my American degree was rough. <laughs> I thought going over to the UK was bad. I mean, you're on a plane for God knows how long. I mean, it was just yeah. endless. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. By the time you get off, you're like stretching. You're like, oh, man, this is horrible. And you, you know, jet lag for days. Yeah. I mean, well. could never get over it. By the time you get adjusted, you got to go back. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, exactly. Oh, man, it just took forever. But, but I was like, to me at that point it was like yeah this flight's not that bad i just i, I sent my i sent a picture of uh we got to indianapolis i took a picture of the plane outside of the terminal sent to my IT teacher i said well at least we didn't end up like leonard skinnard <laughs> um and he goes well that's a good thing yeah <laughs> just don't end up like them on the way back either i'm like yeah, i hope not right so um I, I said that to one of the other students that was getting an american degree and she goes what's leonard skinnard and i go you don't know who Leonard Skinner is? That Sweet, Home Sweet, Sweet Home Alabama, uh, uh, Freebird. She goes, "Oh, I've heard those songs. Yeah, what happened to him?" I go, "They died in a plane crash. At least, <laughs> except for the drummer, he was in a van, <laughs> um, or or a bus. I can't remember. I don't remember either. But, but she goes, "Oh, so I, I go. So when I reference ending up like Leonard Skinner and getting off of a plane. That's from a friend, <laughs> right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was going to Indianapolis. I mean, that night we." We got in, we went and found a good burger joint, or when we went to a brewery and got some good burgers, and uh, man, that was a pretty good burger. I mean, the next morning it kind of wreaked havoc, but <laughs> it was worth it to me. Um, but yeah, just the waiting and waiting and waiting to get up on stage, and eventually they're like, okay, California. They kind of have somebody walk up, okay, you can guys can come up now. You have to go back to the staging area, and basically it was all the way in the back, and the stadium we were in, had a big concrete thing, and there's a sign, Tornado Shelter. And I'm like, <laughs> where are the big doors at? And then the one of the people that works there, oh, we don't have shutting doors here. I go, well, what keeps you from getting sucked out? The tornado rips right through the middle. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, just, 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 just keep things from falling on people. So that there's enough, there's there's two shelters on, I think, both ends, and so people can they can come out of the stands and get up underneath mm. there. And I was like, what, what happens if a tornado drops right down in the middle of this thing and just yeah. starts sucking people out? It's like, I can't believe there's no doors. It's like, I don't know. I guess they didn't think about that. It's, right. It's like, first off, if a tornado starts coming through Indianapolis, there's a big problem. Right. That's gonna be... I, I don't know if there ever has been. I'm not sure either. Through, through are they, they're not in Tornado Valley, I don't, I don't think. Or are they? I think they're right at the edge of it. Probably, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you can get, there's tornado warnings in Tennessee. So, yeah. I mean, we, we went through, a, we were there oh, three years ago to visit family. And we drove from Knoxville all the way up to New York, and we went to saw Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. Wow. And got to go through the portals and behind the falls. That was pretty cool. Um, but on our way through there and going up to Boston and going up through all those, you know, small cities. We went to uh, Salem, Massachusetts, and went to the witch 
Hunt Museum. Oh, the Salem. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, they that was a, that's a very interesting town. I've tried, I'd, I'd like to live there. That's a Salem. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. It's a very it's a very cool place. I mean, it's it's super calm. Nobody judges you for anything. They're like, oh, Democrat, Republican, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> don't turn no, a witch. Nope. Yeah, nobody really <laughs> cares there. It's it's carefree. It's very relaxed. It almost reminds me of like of uh, of some parts of in San Luis. But oh yeah. But those people are very, you know, they're very liberal. Right. And, I mean, if you say anything about, you know, Republicans or Donald Trump, they'll, like, go off on you like that. Yeah. But in Salem, it's like nobody cared. <laughs> it's like, we don't care who you are. Because a lot of people, they were Wiccans. There was a lot, right. of, a lot of Wiccans there. And they don't care what religion you are. They don't care if you're, if you're, if you're a Wiccan or if you're, you know, a Christian or anything. They don't care. It's yeah. just, it's very relaxed. Huh. Everybody's very polite over there. Which is kind of ironic because they had the whole Salem witch trial. You think they'd be very like protective of their yeah place from they're, they're not they're they just don't they're they're very relaxed about huh. it. And same thing in uh in, in Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee is super laid back. Nobody cares about you know as long as you don't infringe upon what they're doing. They're okay with you. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of one of those things when we're, we went back east. You know, that th- three years ago. My dad's like, oh yeah, we're from California. Like, oh, <laughs> like their whole attitude changed. Oh, you're from California. I'm like, yeah. California so when people ask matter. me, where are you from? The West Coast. Right. I tell them, I'm, California. I'm from the West Coast. So they go, oh, I, I go, and then they ask, oh, what, what part of the West Coast? Well, I've got family in Oregon. <laughs> and they go, oh, are you from Oregon? No. Where are you from? Well, sadly, I live in the state of california and they go oh you poor thing so when you say sadly i live in california they'll feel bad for you yeah. but if you just you say it very enthusiastic like, i'm from I'm california, from california. You're like oh from california oh, from california Uh-oh. yeah you know it's kind of kind of thing it's like oh, 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 oh. yeah no exactly it, it's it's <laughs> I, I had a teacher once tell me that that he had a job or a job opportunity working for ford in in detroit in michigan and uh they didn't accept him because he was from California. Really? They're like, we don't, we don't want to deal with, you know, failing drug tests and all that, and you know, hygiene's wow. a big thing here. What are you talking about? Well, I think California is full of a bunch of surfers and and smoking pot and all that and hippies. No, no. There's a lot of agriculture here. And yeah. There, but, but outside of the state at the time, people people thought California was. Well, this, people still do. Yeah. People. What do people think of when they think of Florida? Beaches. Right. Alligators. Humidity. Yeah, but you go to Florida, it's actually not that bad. I yeah. mean, I, my, my family in Tennessee, they've gone to Florida and they've gone to uh, to Disney World. Um, that's because they can't go to Disneyland. It's right. a bit of a, but they drive down to Florida, and you know, it's just the, the these weird stereotypes. I mean, you hear Oklahoma, oh, it's windy, it's flat, it's horrible, and there's Okies there. Well, no, that's not necessarily true, but I mean, the wind is, but and it is pretty flat, but. There's people just like us live there. There's a lot of agriculture in Oklahoma as long yeah. as there's in Texas, and there agriculture is pretty much everywhere. Yeah, it is. I mean, even if there's not crops being grown, I mean, there's agriculture in Oregon and Washington. Mm-hmm. This is they do logging. Yep, it's different. Logging is agriculture. Yep. Um, you know, preservation of the forest that's agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's it's, and I feel like more people need to have a better understanding of not just agriculture in general, but also of the forest because there's a lot of people are anti-logging mm-hmm. and I've had conversations with you know some of the people I've worked for that are environmentalists you know I, I I'm like I think I'm I'm pro-logging and they're like oh you like cutting out the trees I go no I want to get rid of the dead trees right I don't want I want, I want to get rid of the dead trees so there's not as much fire 
and there's not a, uh, um, you know, there's there's less chance of it killing the other ones because I, I go deer hunting. I'm just gonna say that outright. They they know right. that too, and they they're like, okay, well, that's your opinion. They don't try and force their opinions on me. Right. I like that. They're very nice people. I I've taken care of their horses for them when they're out of town, and they're they're not the kind. Of, they're accepting of other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. They have theirs. I have mine. And they don't try and force their opinions on me. They That's will good. sit there and listen, and we'll have conversations. And they're not going to judge you at all. I mean, they're they're very nice people, but they're not the extremists that go spiking trees either. Right. Um, those are the people that like to, to fight in the courts over it. Um, they have a lot of good stories about about fighting, uh, like Disney and some other places. Oh, really? Yeah. Matter of fact, Disney, I guess, had some land development in uh, Malibu Canyon. They were going to yeah. put some uh, condos in. <laughs> And they were going to cut out some of the, the protected oak trees that were in there. And basically, Disney decided, well, it's in better interest not to uh, fight this. So they just gave up the land to the Forest Service, wow. the USDA. It's like, okay, Park Service has it now. <laughs> so now it's, now it's, that's, a, that's property of California, um, and it's protected. So, um, But they have, have stuff like that, they've told me. Um, but I, I, I think I like the whole idea of low-impact logging. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's it's very difficult to do low impact logging nowadays, especially because what what I consider low impact logging is just the only thing you've got that's gas powered is a chainsaw. Mm. Basically, you use a chainsaw to cut the tree down and delimit and cut it up into short enough things or, or sections that um, that you can drag it with like a horse. Mm. Because a lot of the older logging they use they didn't use Clydesdales. They actually used a they used a quarter horses right they use like a team of four but you can use a team of two clydesdales right <laughs> to, to pull a log it's a little bigger yeah than a quarter horse um but I, I know people that have some clydesdales and they're like oh yeah i know we got this old logging equipment we don't know what to use it for and i'm like hey you know i'd like to do some low impact logging and pull out some of these dead trees and the thing is with the uh with the clydesdales with the horses is you can get in some areas that the machinery can't hmm. especially in steeper angles and all that because right. when you start getting up in steeper elevations the machinery is not gonna like that right. especially the skidders skidders have rubber tires and if they spin on fairly soft they're they're they're, they're not there's not a lot of tread on a skidder tire and the point is to be low impact right. <laughs> and then you start putting incline and it's muddy it doesn't work right so um but yeah here in california they don't really like the logging no for some reason i yeah. mean it's it's all it's all political and it's and now right. I think more pe- more and more people are starting to kind of agree with me on the idea, you know, because of the fires that have happened recently in the right. past year or two. Yeah, I know. We'll definitely have to do an episode on yeah. logging at some point. That's a whole yeah, other a topic whole that topic. we can we can get into. But yeah. seeing as how we've been going on for quite some time now, I'm going to yeah. wrap things up here. So okay. last question. Well, I guess I'm going to do two more questions. The first one, since you have to commit 50 hours of community service into your american degree and it has to be three different at least three different community service activities what where did you get your community service from um there's a there's the butterfield stage days which i did that two years in a row and basically it's it's for some of the younger kids in the in the the, uh other the smaller schools Mm -hmm. and um we uh i did that two years i believe yeah i was two i did that for two years the 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 it only happens once a year, but I did that. And then um, I did community service with the 4-H, so I helped with, uh, like, cleaning up trash at the rodeo grounds. Mm. So that helped. That counted because it was it was a different – it didn't matter what community service it was. Right. 
where it came from. Now the money had to be ag related. It had to be FFA. It had to be ag. Yeah. It had to be FFA or something out of FFA. Right. It had to be. Um, and it had to be that. The. Uh, the. Uh, with with that though, um, I was able to use the 4-H stuff. So helping clean trash at the rodeo grounds or right after Apple Fest because. Believe it or not, there's a lot of trash left after Apple Fest. <laughs> I could imagine. It's not as big as it used to be. It's about half the size because Caltrans came in and closed down a lot of the vendors that were just in the streets. And mm. people used to just jaywalk all the time and mm. block traffic. I mean, it'd take you about an hour just to get to the little town of Springville. It should only take you about five minutes. Right. Um, <laughs> but it it takes a so they, they they controlled that. But I got community service of that. Uh, the, what we call the Christmas tree lighting. Mm. So we have a tree in the park that we wrap uh, lights with. Um, then there was, uh, what do they call it? It was uh, it was at the fairgrounds. And it was for younger kids again. It was it was the um, farm day, oh. is what they call it at Portable Fair. And I helped with that. And uh, man, I mean the, the Butterfield and the farm day that took up a lot of it. I think I did like six different community stuff community service uh, activities wow I think there was like six or eight that I did so I I mean the minimum was three right so I did more than I needed to but I got all, all the hours in um, so I got that finished pretty quickly or yeah just, I can I can see that it would been a couple of years I got that done. I had to do it for my state degree as well mm. so I already so had, some, had some already yeah oh good all right, so final question to wrap up the interview. Now that we've gone on for quite some time, I might yeah. I might even split this into two episodes, but we'll we'll figure that That's out. Okay. Um, so you were talking a little bit about how your dad's an ag teacher and yeah. he didn't get his American because he didn't see the importance in it. Well, I don't think he really even knew it existed either. I mean, he, he sees the importance in it. He right. He's he's you know he tries to get all his kids to try and at least get their state degree. Um. I don't think he even knew it existed when he was in high school because mm. I don't think his ag teachers even told him about it. Gotcha. My mom knew about it. Um, he never went to he never went to state conference. He never went to the the national convention or anything like that. He probably didn't even know it existed, but he had <laughs> ag classes, and it was he he lived he went to school in the town of Chachilla, right? Little tiny town. Um, I, I I just really don't think he even knew about it. He, gotcha. He never got a state degree. He probably could have pretty easily. Yeah. Because he, he did backpacking. They used to, he, he, uh, he and my uncle Jimmy, my uncle Dale, and my grandfather used to work for the Naps in the, the Nap Ranch out of Chilla. Mm. They also had a pack station, and all of them used to help backpack. The, they had Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, mm. um, hunters. Some of the hunters wanted to go back in the backcountry, and they backpacked people back up in there. So he did a lot of stuff with, with ag. And especially with cattle, he used to actually have his Class A license huh. to drive a double oh, a, a double trailer haul. for hauling cattle <laughs> for the Naps. He and my grandfather both had uh, a Class A. My uncle Jimmy, my uncle Dale, they never had their Class A. Just me, and my, my my dad, and my grandfather. Um, but he he does see the importance in it. Um, he was super excited. I was like, kind of like at the time, I was like, oh, I got my American degree. It's like. Man, that wasn't that hard though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's like now I gotta go over there. I was like, I wasn't too excited. I mean, I guess he had he had one of his students, Shark uh, Charlize. She texted me out of nowhere. I'd met her before, and I just couldn't remember her name. I, I'm like, she. 
I ran into her at the uh, the fall festival. And I was right. like, I, I recognize you. I know who you are. She yeah. goes, yeah, I'm Charlize. So I'm yeah, like, her and I were hanging out at the fall festival. Yeah, um, she, but she sent me a text message right before I, I, I right before I saw her at fall festival. I mm. met her a few times before that too, and she, uh, she was like, hi, I'm, uh, hi, this is Charlize. I'm just congratulating on on your. Uh, your American degree. Oh, that's uh, cool. You know, get, being able to get your American degree. It's super awesome. I'm like, right. really? My, my dad was like, didn't think I was that excited about it. I was at home. I didn't really want to talk to anybody. I'm just tired. And by the time he gets home, he gets home super late. I'm like, ready to go to bed. And I guess he didn't really see me that excited about getting it. Mm. I was super excited to get it. But to him, for some reason, he didn't think I was that excited to mm. get it. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't like making a big deal out of anything. Right. Um, but, but he was super excited about it. And, and so my, he, he and me, him and my mother went over to Indianapolis and we were just there for like one night and we left. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was rough. I was like, I, I really wanted to do the whole road trip with Mr. Coons because he, mm. he, oh man, where do they, where do they start at? I, I can't remember where they start at, but they start off somewhere and they road trip all the way to Indianapolis. Jeez. And they stop off at place. They stopped at, stopped off at the Budweiser Brewery this year. <laughs> uh, last year they went to the, the Louisville Slugger. Oh, that, yeah, that, we went there a couple years ago, too. Yeah, so um, I, I really wanted to do that. But my parents like, it's cheaper if we all just go together. So I was like, <laughs> okay. They didn't want me missing school and all that either. So I, so that's why we did that. But um, but he, he finds great importance in that. Yeah. It's just that I think that when he was in high school, he didn't know it existed. Gotcha. He probably didn't know it. He, 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 knew, he, he was an ag teacher at... Uh, First, the first school he ever taught at was um, was Los Banos High School, mm. and the second one was Lindsay High School, and he started working there when we moved to Springville, and I think he worked there for five years, and then he left there and worked for the Venice Farmers League, which mm. is a, it's a farm bureau, and he used to have to drive from Springville to Fresno every day. It's like I don't even know how many hours that's, that is. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, he we had a little Toyota Rav that had four hundred thousand miles on it. Jeez. He, and he put that on, put those miles on it in three years. Um, <laughs> just drive, just commuting. He he went through I don't know how many cars he went through. I think he had like he had a Ford Focus. He had another car before that, and then he had, I think a little Toyota Corolla, hmm. and then he had and then he had this this Rav, and. But when before he went back into teaching, we bought another RAV, and he started putting a lot of miles on that one too. So I think he had like four or five cars he had basically clapped out <laughs> from doing That's crazy. all that. Yeah. So he, he, but I think he's he 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 I think enjoys being an ag teacher. That's good. Get back into it. So um, I meet I run into all his students all the time. I I I have some of them from like some of my classes. I have mm. a couple of them. And they're like, they hear my name called in class. I go, Patrick. Hey, I had a teacher with the last name Patrick. I go, yeah, what was this? Did you drive a green Bronco? Yeah, how'd you know? Because I drove that in high school. I go, well, how'd you do that? I go, that's my dad. And they're like, oh, you're Mr. Patrick's dad. Oh, that's so cool. And then they go on and on about how much they, they loved having him as a teacher. So, I mean, it's like, you know, you don't, you don't really see the impact that the teachers have at home. No, yeah. You, you see that it's okay. They bring home papers and they kind of clutter their desk with it and in grade papers and assignments. And then, you know, they, they're here and they're there at home and then they go to school. You don't really get to see the effect of right. what they're doing. And so, I, I mean, being about the same age as some of the, the students that he has, mm -hmm. you know, I, I run into them and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I love having him as a teacher. I, 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 was wood sh I was for my woodshop class and 
you know, they just go on and on and on about it. And they're like, wow, this, this puts it in a different perspective. Right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, being the only one in my family with, with the American degree, I, I definitely say it's a great honor to have it. I think my final question, the thing that I kind of really want you to touch on a little bit is what do you see being the importance of getting your American degree? Why is it such an honor? What's so special about getting it? Well, there are millions of FFA members. Only 1% of them get their American degree. Mm -hmm. That's every year. Only 1% out of that every year. There's probably, you know, well, well, there's not a million people that have it, but there's thousands of us that have yeah. an American degree. Um, you know, when my, my mom was in high school, there weren't a lot of people getting their American degree. No. That's probably, I mean, people, to her, it was a great honor to get her state degree. Right. And she she lived in Tehachapi, and she went to Tehachapi High School. Wow. Hardly anybody. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they had pretty much almost everyone in that high school was in FFA. <laughs> I mean, they had a very small ag department in an even, like, even smaller <laughs> high school. Um, but I just think that it wasn't really pushed as much at the, t- at the t- at time during the late 70s and early 80s. Mm. The getting your state degree or getting your American degree wasn't really pushed. Not a whole lot of people knew about it. So there's even less people from that era that mm. have it. Now versus now, there's, there's, I mean, it's like, geez, there's all of us. Yeah. There's people that get it every year. There's 1% of us every year. There's probably less than 1% of FFA members at the time that yeah. were getting it. And, you know, you think now, there's even more of us. Oh yeah. It's so huge. we're one percent of what of what millions. Yeah. Just, there's there's a lot of us. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it, FFA is only growing. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, in my high school, it always seemed like it was hard to find people to be in FFA, but out of state, oh, it's, it's really pushed. It's insane. Like in Oregon, like I, I mean, a lot of their schools they don't have a whole lot of like like county fairs and all that right but a lot of it's on forestry stuff surprisingly mm. enough and they do have stuff on 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 growing crops right and not just marijuana because <laughs> apparently that seems to be the big thing right now yeah in, in in colorado washington and oregon um but it was I, I don't even think they teach how to grow that stuff there no it's but they just they, they they have different ways i mean washington probably does a lot of stuff on on logging as well while montana probably has a lot of cattle mm-hmm. and then you get into oklahoma and texas and they're kind of in, in cattle as well, but then you go to Kansas and it's probably more about corn. Right. You know, there's a lot more people growing corn, but here in California, we're like the we're like the hub of uh, we're not in the cent- we're not in the center, but we're no. basically the hub of agriculture. Right. We, we have, got everything. We have alfalfa. We have grass hay. We have corn. We have silage corn. There's di- there's different variations of corn. Right. There's 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 probably well over a hundred different variations. Mm-hmm. There's di- there's a lot of variations of wheat as well, and we grow almost all of it. We right. We grow a lot of fruit as well. I mean. Florida, they're known for oranges. Georgia's known for peaches. California, we're known for all of it because yep. we, we grow almonds, pistachios, walnuts. We grow all, almost every variation of fruit, mm-hmm. and a lot of it gets exported. Yep. So I mean, there's a lot of orange groves actually in Springville. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were, there were a lot of apple orchards there at one at one time, but the majority of them are. are orange orchards and right. you should see the oranges that come out of there i mean they're huge they're like softball sized <laughs> oranges Jeez. and they come out of there they don't go to the grocery stores here in california right they go, they go like, out they go like out of the country yeah they go like mexico or they, canada well, or mostly over to japan really and some of the asian yeah some of the asian countries huh. uh, the, the 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 middle east 
so I mean, like you get people like in Dubai that are buying oranges from California. Wow. So I mean, it's it's a lot of it's exported, but they they sell the best product right. out of the country. So we don't even get to, what's the best. I mean, basically, I knew people that have the, the orangers, and they basically bring a, a sack of oranges. Have a friend come over. Hey, you want an orange? Yeah. Throw This is an orange. And I go, yeah. That's the one that usually you never see anywhere. Um, but, but yeah, they're. Uh, it's just the. With, with with that on as an ending note, you know, it's for great great importance in the American degree, I think. Yeah. Especially since there's just us four percent. Right. No, I think it's definitely a very significant achievement to yeah to get. So and, and being you know making ten thousand dollars and being in high school. That's I mean that's 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 a really tough thing to do. Yeah, I know. There's there's a lot of people that came close out of my FFA. They came close to it, but they didn't they didn't make that. Mm-hmm. And because it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of long summers mowing lawns and, <laughs> and doing odds and ends. So. Yep. No, it's... And definitely taking care of, like, the minus the ease and all that. So, it takes, takes a while. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, on that note, I am uh, out of things to ask you. I'd yeah, like to fine. thank you for joining me on this episode. And yeah. congratulations on your American degree. Well, thank you. I'll be getting mine next year. I'll probably come back and talk about it again. Cause yeah. Is definitely a very big topic to yeah to talk about your experience right right and that's that's the other cool thing is everybody has a different experience when they yeah, get there so. I know there's all these different stories like the other students that were that went got their American degree from my chapter the ones that actually went mm-hmm. they have a completely different story on how they got there to right. Indianapolis and I have a completely different story from them right no, so, every everybody's got their own experience yeah they so. they have their little road trip and I have my red eye flight <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah no, I think that being said we're going to wrap things up here I'd like to thank our uh, uh, guests here for joining us uh, yeah. that was a very fun interview and very good stories and yeah. like I said we'll have to bring you back on to talk about uh, the uh, lumber uh, yeah. logging and all that kind of stuff that we were talking yeah, about the fires be a good topic yeah definitely. I, I know a lot of people that are in the logging and definitely a lot of people that are into cow, yeah. cow fire stuff and it's, yeah it's very re- it's very like a very relevant topic right now yeah so. as of right now it's very very relevant yeah so yeah, we'll cover that another time, but um, once again, I'd like to thank uh, our audience for tuning in. I appreciate all yeah. of you guys' support, and don't forget, if you wait today, thank a farmer.